0: Hello and welcome to the Writer Song podcast. My name is Matt and I'm the creator of the Writer Song YouTube channel. I've been meaning to make a podcast for quite a while. I've started the podcast because I wanted somewhere I could have more conversational discussions, more informal chats about songwriting. The videos on the YouTube channel take a lot of research and are very precise so they're quite scripted whereas things here will be more conversational and a bit more relaxed. It also gives you an opportunity to ask me more questions and for me to provide more answers to those questions. I get comments on the YouTube channel and I can't always respond with another video because that takes a lot of time, but this should give me the space to answer some of those questions and hopefully feels like more of a community and more of a connection between me and you, the listener. This podcast is all about you, so if you've got any questions or comments or any suggestions for new parts for the podcast, then you can leave a comment here on Substack or over on the Writer Song YouTube community tab and all of that feedback will go into future episodes and hopefully this will become a place where your songwriting questions can be answered or discussed and we can help each other with our own songwriting. Okay, let's begin with a question I asked on the community tab. Uh, a few days ago, that was about what you found most frustrating about the songwriting process. And I got lots of interesting responses, so thank you for them. You can go over to the community tab to check them out. One of them stood out for me here, and so I'll read out what the question was, what the statement was, and then discuss a bit more about what this person is getting at and how this might help you with your songwriting. So Kenneth Fender says... I end up hitting a barrier when trying to play instinctively, as well as when I try playing from some formula of music theory. Can't seem to get my instincts to go where I want them, and the same as when the theory is applied. There is still a huge gap where the two refuse to reconcile. The theoretic approach only gets me so far, and I realise I don't know enough about theory to get the rest of the way, and the instinctive approach tends to trail off leading nowhere. Many instinctive lines have no sense of completion and the applied theory just makes me feel like my writing is in some sort of gridlock as I continue to search for that missing piece of information that's going to tie it all together. Makes me feel like I'm constantly chasing my tail. So thanks for the comment, Kenneth. I completely sympathise with your position here. This is a common problem with songwriters. It's a problem I've had myself. As with everything in songwriting, a lot of it is instinct and... Many songwriters, many famous songwriters, don't even know music theory. So you could say that their whole approach is about instinct and just working things out, playing things through. Maybe they have a particular ear for a certain sound and they can pick that out without really thinking about it. Maybe they have an ability to finish songs without really thinking about it. On the other approach, you might have someone who's completely based in music theory, maybe from a classical background, who writes everything out in musical scores but like you say their music theory ability means that they can reach for what they they want to hear and write it down in music um, without too much problem and as i may have mentioned on the channel before the best approach is probably somewhere between the two you've kind of hinted at it in your comment that you want to be able to make instinctive decisions with your songwriting and then reach for music theory maybe to finish something off or maybe to take you in a new direction or maybe you can hear a song you really like and then work out how that works, why that works and use that in your own songwriting. The one thing that that can really help you here is practice and experimentation, which sounds like a bit of a generic answer, but the more you practice something, the easier it becomes. And so to practice songwriting, you might just say, today I'm going to write a song. It could be as simple as that. Sometimes I think what works well is to set yourself some constraints. So you could say, Today I'm going to write a song in the key of C major, for example. Or maybe you're learning another mode or another scale or something like that that you can then practice. Or maybe you've learnt a new chord and you just want to incorporate that into a song. So you could start with that one chord and build out from there. Once you've set yourself some constraints, then that means that you've got a framework to work within because. Often when you're starting with songwriting and say you're taking your instinctive approach, you've technically got the whole of music available to you. You've got every avenue you could go down, every possible genre, etc. Whereas if you start constraining things, so you constrain the key, maybe you constrain a few chords within that key, you constrain the genre or the instrument you're writing on, maybe you say I'm just going to write a melody or I'm just going to write a riff, and that gets you going, that's your starting point. And you say that you can't seem to get your instincts to go where you want them to go. So maybe you need to work out what constraints are around the type of music you like. Maybe look at some artists that particularly resonate with you. Look at what key they write their songs in. Look at what chords they use. Look at what song structures they use. Maybe even looking at what instruments or effects they use in their songs. And that could be your initial constraint. There isn't really a formula for songwriting. I think a lot of people think, well, if I learn music theory, then I will unlock the code to writing great songs or the secrets to to a song. But we're not talking about mathematics here. We're talking about songwriting. It's art. It's creativity. Yes, there are established things that over time are used more commonly than others. If you're in a particular style, certain chord progressions will feature it over and over again. Um, and that's probably because they sound good together. But If you're going for a formulaic approach, then you're just going to write formulaic songs. And that's not really where great songwriting comes from. Where you say that the instinctive lines have no sense of completion, and the applied theory just makes me feel like my writing is in some sort of gridlock. Many instinctive lines have no sense of completion. That can often be a problem, but the instinct that you began with to create that line can also be your route to completing it. Maybe you're not going to complete it in that one sitting. Maybe you're going to have to come back to it in a day or a week or a month. Maybe you're going to need to write another part of the song or attempt to write another part of the song and then come back to that part to try and finish it. You also say that the applied theory makes you feel like you're in some sort of gridlock. Well, if the theoretical approach isn't working for you, then maybe the instinctive approach will work for you. But like you say, you feel like you're trapped between the two. Again, this is where the constraints might come in because the constraints will limit the theoretical side in a way, you're kind of boxed in with that, then you have to use your creativity to break out of that box. That can often get you to finish something. Another good tactic for finishing things is to set a time limit. So say you've gone through this approach and you've tailed off and you're getting nowhere with a, a piece of a song, say a melody. Get out a timer or set a timer on your phone and just put 30 minutes on it or ten minutes on it, or five minutes if you really want to pressure yourself, and just get it done. I think the problem with a lot of songwriters is that they get in their head and they're seeking for perfection, where you don't need perfection here. If it's just about getting something done, then you just need to get it done. And maybe that's a psychological barrier you can get over that leads to you finishing more songs, whether that's instinctively or through music theory. Um, You can always come back later and refine things, You can always come back later and completely rewrite a song if you want. But maybe just getting something finished will be a first hurdle for you. And something like setting a time limit can get you over that initial hurdle. That also fits into where you say there's a missing piece. I'm searching for a missing piece. Maybe there isn't a missing piece. Maybe you have everything you need to finish the song. And in your mind, you're just kind of, you're reaching for something that you think will finish it. It's kind of like the silver bullet, but that probably doesn't exist. So I think set yourself some constraints and then you can finish things, learn the lessons. You can always come back. Maybe you come back to the same piece and you set yourself another half an hour and to rewrite the thing completely. Maybe it comes up with a completely different ending because I think you're in this feeling of constantly chasing your tail. And you need to break that cycle. You need to get through it. And by just finishing something, setting a, setting a deadline, the shorter you make it, the more pressure you're under to finish it. But that could be all it needs for you to break through this barrier and then finish a song and you might go on to greater things. So don't overthink it too much and best of luck with it. and And let me know how you get on. This next section is loosely called Share a Song. So the idea is that every week someone will share a song with me I'll have a listen to the song. It'll be a song that I've never heard before and we can just discuss what the song sounds like, the approach that's taken. It's not going to be music theory driven really. That's more for the channel. But it should be an opportunity for me and you to listen to music that we may not have otherwise heard. The idea for this started a few weeks ago I did two videos on the channel which not many people have watched about Shout by Tears for Fears and Echo Beach by Martha and the Muffins and in those videos I asked for people to suggest other songs that they would like me to analyse. I got a few comments and thanks to Penny who suggested this week's song where she said great video thanks I have two songs One of them was A Thousand Dreams by Miss Kitten and The Hacker. So I'd never heard this song before never heard of this artist before. And it's not what I would typically listen to, but that's kind of the whole point of this section is that we'll discover new music and I can let you know what I think of it, really. Just to let you know that if you want to listen to the song, there'll be a YouTube link in the description or the show notes of this podcast. I can't play it on the podcast for copyright reasons. So a bit of background for Miss Kitten. She's a French electronic music producer, DJ, singer and songwriter. And she rose to prominence in the late 90s and early 2000s. And so this song, A Thousand Dreams, title really tells you everything you need to know. It's kind of a a floaty, ambient kind of electronic song with repeated vocal hooks over the top. It's got a dreamy synth riff that repeats throughout the song. There's not a huge amount of variation within the song because of the genre that this is in, but it has a really nice synth riff that kind of ties the whole thing together. It has a kind of, a not fully settled, kind of slightly tense nature to it, which kind of runs against some of the lyrics and other parts of the song. So the song is about dreaming, having the same dream again and again. And so this kind of slight tension, slight uh, unsettling nature, means well what's a dream about is it a nightmare is it an unsettling dream is it a dream that you want to have again and again who knows there's also a driving bass line underneath this riff that kind of implies the chord changes of the song and that really drives it forward you know it's quite an up-tempo song it has a dreamlike feel to it so it doesn't feel as up-tempo as it actually is the repetition in the song works really well i really like the vocals i'm assuming this is miss kitten singing i'm not entirely sure but i think The simple nature, it's not too long, works really well. It sounds like a a few kind of late 90s Euro dance things that I remember from when I was younger. They were quite popular here in the UK in the late 90s. So it has that kind of vibe, so it's kind of familiar. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. If you've got a song that you would like to share, it could be a famous song, it could be a lesser known song, it could be your own song, then just put a link to the YouTube video in the comments here on Substack or on the YouTube community tab and I'll consider them for next week and we can all have a listen to that song and see what we think of it. Next up, I'm going to give you a quick tip. So the idea here is I'll just give a quick songwriting tip, nothing too heavy, nothing too detailed, but it will be something to consider that might help you with your songwriting this week. So this week, my quick tip is to change your environment. So by that, I mean, if you write your songs in a certain place and you never change where you write them, then think about changing this. Maybe you work in a certain room and you could change to a different room in your house or your flat or wherever you live. Maybe you write inside and you could go outside into a garden or a balcony, or you could go to a public place like a park or a library or a cafe or a pub. Somewhere where there's going to be some different influences for your songwriting. What can often happen, and the question earlier from Kenneth kind of hinted at this, is that you can get stuck. You can get into a rut. You can keep on doing the same things with your songwriting and feel like nothing ever changes. Well, one thing you can change, even if you change nothing else, is where you write your music. Maybe you write your music with your instrument. So you could try writing it without your instrument. It's amazing how even a different room in a house can inspire you to write differently because maybe you're looking at something different. Maybe the sounds you hear are different. And even if you have nowhere but a room to working, maybe you write your songs in your bedroom and that's the only space you have to be creative and be yourself. Then maybe you move to a different part of the room. Maybe you sit in a chair normally to write a song maybe at a desk, maybe you could change and sit on the floor, maybe you could sit on a bed or lie on the bed. As long as you change where you are, where you normally are to write, then this can completely change your approach. Maybe you usually write at the computer or with your phone and you could change to pen and paper. Something like this can just change the approach you have to your songwriting even if you think, well, this is just pointless, this is stupid, but it's amazing how a slight change in scenery can inspire different ways of thinking. Maybe you listen to music whilst you write songs and maybe that has a big influence. So maybe you could consider writing in a quieter environment or vice versa. So have a go, change your environment, let me know how you get on with it. Well that's it for the first episode of the Writer Song Podcast. I hope you found this informative, entertaining, maybe inspiring for your own songwriting. Let me know in the comments here on Substack and on the YouTube community tab about what you think about the podcast. Have you got any questions or comments you'd like answered in a future podcast? Maybe a song suggestion for us to look at? Or maybe a whole new section for the podcast? this is going to be entirely shaped by you. So feel free to get in touch. Let me know what you think. And I'll see you next time. All the best.